can also land in soil, uh, foil so that you can take it home with you, eat it later, digest it. Um, <laughs> thanks, Darlene. Yeah, wow. Um, so last week we uh, started a series, and that's uh, just going back to um, basics. We spoke a bit about surrendering to Christ and just denying ourselves. And to be honest, that's going to be a bit of a theme for the next couple of weeks too, because denying yourself is not just one moment. It's not like I'm just saying, okay, Lord, I'm denying myself now, and then that's it. No, it's like every day, <laughs> every day I choose to surrender my life under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And um, today I want to touch on something that I, I kind of touched on it last week, but not uh, going expounding into it. And that is particularly around the devotion of t uh, the, the, the devotion to apostles' teaching. That was uh, something that we saw because we spoke about what the early church looked like and, and the pillars of what the early church, you know, the pillars that defined the early church. Those were the devotion to apostles' teachings, uh, to fellowship, to, to prayer, to the breaking of the bread, and just sharing in what they have. And, and uh, over the next couple of weeks, we'll kind of go into that. We'll actually dive into it and, and really uh, explain and, and, and allow the Lord to come and change some of our mindsets on those basic Christian truths. Because sometimes we can you know, be like, oh man, I already know that. But sometimes the Lord wants to take you a little bit deeper in that. You know, it's like communion. Uh, in the b beginning of the year, we had uh, Dan Backens come and speak about communion. And to be honest with you, I never saw communion that way. Because I always just thought it was just this, I mean, we pass the elements around in church. And, and then I just, you know, eat this, this wafer or this cracker or bread, whatever. And uh, just drink the, the grape juice. And, and then I'm just remembering Jesus. But, but he actually dived into that. And, and uh, we're really going to just dive into those those uh, practices that the early church uh, practiced on a regular basis. And uh, today it's particularly the devotion to the apostles' teaching, and you could also just say uh, the devotion to Scripture, because now we have the 66 uh, books that's compiled in, in one book called the Bible. And uh, I wonder what your view of the Bible is, because let's be real, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but when I became a, a Christian, you know, there were certain things that I was told that this is how Christians behave. This is the, this is the things that Christians do. You, you read your scripture, you pray, you, you come to church, you, you get involved, you serve, and, and those things are good, but I think the Lord intended it for so much more. Because to be honest with you, I heard things like, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And guess what, Stephen? No, you cannot because you didn't understand the context of what that scripture was saying. I can't just climb up a, a ladder and be like, Lord, strengthen me. I'm going to jump off this ladder and you're going to strengthen me to do this. That's foolish. Perhaps we come to the scripture and you're like, I don't know what I am reading. I mean, have you guys read Song of Songs? I mean, even when I come to it, I'm still like, what? What are you saying, Lord? Like, this makes no sense. Um, even, like, Revelation. Like, there's, there's so much symbolism in that. And, and, and I mean, it's like, Lord, what are, you, what are you saying? And then we just kind of do this thing where it's like a hearsay Christianity. So I wait for Sunday to come so that the preacher can tell me something in the Word of God and reveal that to me. But I believe that the Lord wants to change the way that we view scripture and perhaps you're like after this you're like yeah i knew that and that great 
invite the Lord, continue to invite the Lord into that space and continue to ask Him to develop your understanding of what the Word of God means. I'm going to ask you to close your eyes for a second. Now picture, just picture this. Picture that God is standing in front of you and, and, and just picture for a second that the Lord says to you, I love you. Perhaps you're going through a difficult time and the Lord's like, I'm going to get you through this season. I'm going to strengthen you. I'm right there with you. Or perhaps you just need some affirmation and the Lord says, you're precious. And you're worth my sacrifice. You can open your eyes. There's, there's a moment that happens when each and every one of us comes to the Lord. We all desire to hear the Lord speak to us. And I want to kind of say that I think that if, if we're expecting the Lord to open up the sky and just be like, hey, you walk in there, I love you. If we're just hoping for that kind of, you know, the Lord speaking to me audibly like that, man, I think that we're missing it. I think that we're missing it. And, and you're probably like, well, that's nice, thanks. But I believe we're missing it because in John chapter 1, verse 1, says that in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. That's some powerful words. If you just, I mean, it's, it's up there, just... Take a moment to breathe it in. In the beginning was the Word, and, and that Word was with God. But it wasn't just with God. That Word was God. It was like, that's like, what are you saying? Like, wow, for a second. I mean, just let, let's just go back to the very beginning in Genesis. The Scripture says that the earth was, was void and the Spirit was hovering over the earth. But what happened? The Lord started speaking and life started forming. Life started forming. Do we grasp that? I mean, look around you for a second. Look in this room. The people that are next to you, without the word of God, none of them would have been here. Because the Lord ordained life. He spoke life into existence. Maybe when you come to Scripture, you're like, this is just some ancient book, but I see something so powerful about Scripture. And if there's one thing that I'm going to ask you to grasp tonight, it's, it's a quote by, by David Gazek, and he said that when the Lord sought out to express His nature, He called Himself the Word. Just think about that for a moment. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. When God speaks, and when He comes to us in His Scripture, what He's actually doing is He's revealing His nature to us. He's expressing His nature to us. It's not just a book of instructions. It's not just, I'm coming to Scripture, and I'm trying to understand ancient customs, and it's all so great. And No, the Scripture says that the Word is alive, and it's active. Why is it alive and active? Because God is alive. And he's revealing his nature to us. And if we come with this mentality that, that this is just a couple of words that are printed in this book, we'll never understand it. Yet we want to call, call ourselves Christians and be connected to the vine, but we don't understand his nature. 
there's a moment that took place in Exodus 3, and, and I just found it so strongly to share this because Moses is, is busy pasturing a flock. Uh, he's, his father-in-law's uh, a flock, and he's, he's busy taking care of them, and he's in the wilderness, and then all of a sudden there's this bush that just, you know, it just starts burning. I mean, just imagine you're out somewhere, and then all of a sudden this bush starts burning. You're going to be like, what? <laughs> I would get freaked out. I honestly would get freaked out. But he was like, why is this bush burning and it's not burning up? He was so curious. And the scripture says that when he turned aside and looked, the Lord spoke and said, here I am. Come to me, Moses. Come to me. And then as he was walking, the Lord said, stop, take off your sandals because the ground that you're walking on is holy. And, and, and he had this conversation with the Lord and the Lord was revealing to him how he's going to get the Israelites out of the land of Egypt and then Moses said to him, but when I go there, Lord, what must I, what, who must I say you are? Like, give me a name because they're going to ask. And I'm just going to be like, who, whose name am I coming here? And, and the Lord said, tell them that I am who I am. I am who I am. And you know what happened in that moment when, when Moses was standing in front of this burning bush? And the Lord spoke to him. He had an encounter with the Lord, but the Lord did something. He, only, he didn't only express his nature, he also revealed his presence. And in the expression of his nature, what did the Lord say? The ground that you're walking on is holy. What did he say? I am holy. I am the one who was in the beginning. I am the one who started and who will end all of this. That without me, none of this could be. The Lord revealed his nature to Moses. He revealed his nature to Moses because the Word of God is not just some Bible, it's not just some book that's got dust on it on somebody's shelf because it's old. No, no. The Word of God is God expressing his nature to us, revealing who he is speaking to us and I mean we, we all want that moment where the Lord is coming down and like yes Lord you're talking to me but and we wait for it and then we go to uh, please hear my heart I'm not saying these things are bad I just think that sometimes a heart is in the wrong places we'll end up going to worship settings and prophetic conferences and and we just want that prophetic word and then we get angry when that prophet doesn't call us out and give us a prophetic word and you wonder why. Because you don't need those prophetic words. You just need to open up your scripture and know that you're standing in front of the Lord. That's what the Lord is trying to reveal to us. And in Isaiah chapter 4 verse 6, and I'm actually going to read this. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to read from the beginning. Because it was, it was such a strong rebuke. And I was like, geez, Lord, you're so harsh here, man. It's like it, it was really harsh, it, it, like the Lord was not playing. I'll just read from, from chapter 1, and I'm in the NASB version. He said, listen to the word of the Lord, O sons of Israel, for the Lord has a case against the inhabitants of the land, because there's no faithfulness or kindness or knowledge of God in the land. On the contrary, there is swearing, deception, murder, stealing, and adultery. They employ violence so that bloodshed follows bloodshed. 
Therefore, the land mourns, and everyone who lives in it languishes, along with the beasts of the field and the birds of the sky, and also the fish of the sea disappear. Yet let no one find faults, and let no one offer reproof. For your people are like those who contend with the priests. So you will stumble by day, and the prophet also will stumble with you by night. And I will destroy your mother. I mean, okay, Lord, geez. Um, and this is the key. It says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected my knowledge. And I mean, you can go on and on and on. But what's key is he said that in the land that there's no knowledge of God. And he's talking to the chosen nation, Israel. And he says that my people are perishing because of a lack of knowledge. And that should actually scare us. I just, I have to be honest, that should scare us because... I mean, just last week we said that we, you know, we spoke about denying ourselves and being connected to God's bride. And, and what does that mean? It's you can't be connected to God's bride and then not be connected to Christ. It, it doesn't make any sense. And, and yet we, we have this uh, mentality sometimes. And I, I would even go back to say it's that contemporary thought that sometimes enters the church. And, and we, we think that we can just be like, yeah, I had that moment with the Lord. I'm, I'm good. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a Christian for sure, man. But the Lord is actually calling us to a higher standard. And once again, I say that he's not calling us to a higher standard. And then somehow I must just muster up this, this strength and this ability to come to him. No, he's, he's actually calling us to rest in his spirit. And his spirit leads us to this place of, of living in this higher standard. But clearly the Lord just said that my people are perishing because they don't know me. They don't know his word. Therefore, if they don't know his word, they don't know his nature. Therefore, everything that they do is contrary to his nature. Why? Because they don't know him. Yet, how is it okay for us to sometimes think that, that we can just walk as Christians and not actually know him? And then sometimes when things go south or we kind of get angry and just like, where's God? And but the Lord is calling us into a place of understanding that his word is not just a book, it's literally he himself standing in front of us. And the beautiful thing about this passage of scripture, you'd probably be like, there's nothing beautiful about that chapter, but there is. Because that word knowledge, if you go into um, original text, and I'm not like fluent in Hebrew or anything like that, but just from my studying, what I've understood about that knowledge is it's not just head knowledge. It's not just information. It's, it's actually knowing him intimately and so intimately. So that I don't just open up scripture so that I can, I can come here and I can be like, hey, I can, I can say that um, Christ strengthens me 10 times because I've, I've recited it. 10 times. You know, I, I, I can come and say that your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my pathway because I sat with the Bible and I just filled my head with this knowledge. No. It's so that I can understand who he is. Because if I want to be connected to Christ, 
and I want to deny myself. What I'm saying is you are Lord and clearly my ways are not your ways. And, and I come to scripture because I want to submit my life under your lordship. And the Lord is inviting us into that place of fellowship with him. It's not just a chore to, to read scripture. When the people told me back then, you know, read scripture, pray, and, and all of that, they went wrong. They went wrong at all. Perhaps the way that I understood it was wrong. Is that I thought, oh man, I'm going to come and read the scripture and I don't know what it means. I, you know, and sometimes I have to like, psych myself up and be like, okay, we're going to do it today. We're going to do it, you know. And I mean, we all, I'm, I'm sure all of us experience it at some point in the week or in your day. I don't know. <laughs> But the Lord is, is, is really inviting us into a space. When, when I come to Scripture, it's not just me reading words. And I actually want to encourage you, man, that like, when you come to your Scripture, say, Lord, I want you to reveal your nature to me today. I want you to reveal your nature to me. Because I'm not just coming to read words. I'm, I'm, I'm coming to read the Word that started it all. Because without you, nothing would exist. Therefore, when I come to you, you reveal to me your nature, the nature that speaks life into existence. You know, Jesus said that there will be people that will come and they will prophesy in his name, that they will say that we healed in your name, we, we casted out demons in your name, and the Lord afterwards said that I'll tell them depart from me because I never knew you the Lord is not calling us to to be these great show-offs he's just calling us to come to his nature so that we can be changed by his nature and that's the invitation there is that we see when the Lord rebuked the nation of Israel and he rebuked those priests because of the lack of sound teaching the, the invitation was, I'm rebuking you, but don't you see that you can repent? Don't you see that you can come to me still? Because if we're not standing before the Lord, guess what? Like, literally, I'm, I'm not just talking like, yeah, on earth. I mean, like, literally, if we're not standing at judgment day right now, like the judgment seat of God, guess what? There's grace for us to repent. There's grace for the Lord to, to come into our lives and to, to change us radically. And, and hear me now, I'm, I'm really talking to people that, that desire to follow Christ, that desire to say, Lord, I want to give it all over to you. That I don't want it to be about my kingdom. I don't want, I don't want myself to come into church and be like, that's Stephen's way of thinking. Because, uh, Lord, I think this is a good idea. Imagine me sitting here standing or standing before the Lord and be like, Lord, I, I don't think we should do it this way. I think we should do it that way. I mean, come on. The one who spoke life into existence, now me being a created being, busy challenging the one who literally spoke life into existence. If you want to follow Christ then it's not about us anymore. It's about him. And he's saying, come to me because my nature is going to change your nature because his spoken word is transformational. Says, I put before you life and death. Choose life. 
anything outside of the spoken word of God is not life. It's not life because if it doesn't have Jesus at the center of it, you're contending with death. But if you, if you come under his lordship and you just say, Lord, I, I just want you to reveal your nature to me. Because, I mean, also when we come into a gathering like this, if, we actually, if we're actually just engaging with his nature, we're not just going to be people that come here and, 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 and you know, just waiting for, for the pastor or whoever to, to preach a great sermon. And they're like, oh, man, I learned something new today. Actually, you could be learning something new every single day about who God is because he's drawing you into his presence. He's drawing into you his nature and he's he's actually transforming you to become like christ i said last week that the holy spirit leads us to truth who is truth jesus is truth and that's what he's wanting to do with each and every one of us and jesus said that if you want to obey me if you love me then you obey my commands if you key if you want to love if you love me then obey my commands do what i tell you to do but how do we think that we're ever going to do what jesus is telling us to do if we don't know his word if we don't know his nature like i'm just going to guess and then i'm just going to hope and be like lord is that okay that's i don't think that's what the lord desired for us the Lord desired for us to walk in his kingdom. And you know what? Something that, that, that's really changed my perception is that often we invite Jesus into my, like I, I invite you, Lord, into my little bubble. You know, I invite you into my box. You know, Lord, come into my life. Perhaps it's, it's a little bit different with the Lord's kingdom. Perhaps it's, Lord, can I enter into your box? It's not about my box. My, my, my box is going to limit you, but your box, and that, that, that's me going into your space and me changing to the way that you, the standards that you put up. I mean, for example, if, if you were owned a house and, and you had children and um, there's a few, one or two, three parents in the, in the house, if you, you set the rules in that house. And, and, and when people, when your children come into your house and then they try and change the rules, because that's what's happening. We're going into God's kingdom. We're going into his kingdom. It's not God coming into to my life to build my empire. No, no, I'm sacrificing that. I'm letting that go. I'm denying myself because I want to pick up my cross. Those who try to save their lives will lose their lives but those who lose their lives will find it because he speaks life into existence. And the scripture says that we were dead. That when you're born again, God's spirit comes into you and you become a new creation. You become alive, alive with his spirit. If you want to follow Jesus, then I want to encourage you today to go and sit at his name, at, at the and his scripture, and actually sit before the expression of his nature, because you've entered God's kingdom. He didn't enter yours. It's the other way. And if you want to enter his kingdom, then you need to understand who he is, and his standards of what his kingdom should look like. Because Moses saw that the Lord is holy, therefore, 
when he believed, he became holy. And that's what happens to us when, when we come to Christ. That's what 2 Peter says. It says that you've been called, you, you're a chosen nation, a royal priesthood. And the Lord says that I am holy, therefore you need to be holy too. It's not my kingdom, it's his kingdom. And we as a church, when we gather here, and we really engage in with God's nature, it changes the way that we gather. When we understand that it's about His kingdom, then the way that we express our, our, express our worship and our fellowship, our communion, our, our gathering, it, it changes the dynamic of that gathering. Because then I come here and I say, Lord, how can I obey you tonight? how can I give to your bride? And that's what God is calling us to. He's not calling us to a life of, of just receiving, 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 Lord. I'll come on Sunday and then I'll hear a good motivational message. I'll go into the week. I'll be amped up. And then by Friday, I'm like totally drained. And Jesus said that man does not live on bread alone. Therefore, bread is not the only thing that sustains us. In fact, it's not going to sustain you fully because you're missing an element to your life and that is the word of God. And it's literally in the Lord's prayer. I mean, he literally said, give us our daily bread. Give us our daily bread. And I'm just thinking, if we want to be spiritually alive, yet we're not consuming bread on a daily basis. Oh, man. We're going to look like starving Christians. God wants us to be living in abundance, abundance of his word, abundance of his spirit, abundance of the, resurrected, the resurrection power. And this is the, the challenge to you. I'm not going to tell you, go and read scripture. Just open your, open your Bible just for five minutes and read for five minutes. I'm not going to tell you, you know, follow a reading plan or anything. This is up to you as a congregational member that's part of this local body and, and, and a, a Christian, a believer, a child of God that's connected to God's kingdom to actually say, Lord, help me. And perhaps you struggle and that's okay, but actually just... Ask the Lord to help you change that mindset so that when you come to his scripture, you don't just see a book, but you actually see the word alive. You see God in front of you. You see his nature being revealed to you. And that's the challenge for each of us. Because God is doing something in this community. It's not just here in in the evening service, he's doing something in C4G, Kids Church, he's doing something in Reverb, the youth ministry, he's doing something in, in the morning service, the Lord is doing something. And I even, I'll just share this, that, that there's this been this word, new wineskin, because God is, is doing something, and that wineskin represents Jesus at the center. Do you want to be a part of of where we're going, man, I want to encourage you to really sit before the Lord and, and allow His Spirit to, to enable you. One of the fruits of the Spirit is, is self-control. And, you know, I mean, I'm not, not always that disciplined and stuff, but actually 
the Lord has been changing even my perception on that. It's not me just mushing up self-control and, and discipline and stuff. No, it's actually, Lord, I, I don't feel that patient today. Can you, through your Spirit, because if we say that the Spirit dwells within us, then He produces the fruit in us. All you need to do is be connected to Christ so you can be connected to His vine, and then He produces the fruits through you. Just connect yourself to the vine. That's what this is. Because the vine produces life. And that life produces fruits. And that life, that, that fruit, that life, and you'll find yourself in the kingdom of God. And you'll, you'll just be so consumed with God's presence and, and who he is. And, and when you come to church, you'll just be so excited to be able to be sitting here with his bride. When you... When you gather together in your homes or, or do community group or whatever, you'll just be so excited because God is at the center of that. And my encouragement to you guys today is go before the nature of God and allow his nature to change your nature so that Christ is revealed and that the Father is glorified. So, Father, I just thank you so much for your word. I thank you for your life. I thank you for what you did on the cross. And I thank you, Lord, that you didn't stop there, that you rose again. That we are now connected into your kingdom. And, Father, I just pray that, that in this next week or two or month or whatever, Father, I just pray that wherever we feel like, oh, Lord, I'm struggling that we will be reminded that your spirit is leading us to truth. And where I need strength, where I need discipline, where I need patience, whatever it may be, Father, I pray that we'll rest in you. That we'll be reminded that we are connected to the vine, that we are connected to Christ. And I pray that, that as we come before your scripture, Father God, I pray that you'll reveal your nature to us that we'll see the expression of your nature and that we'll come close to you, Lord, as you come close to us. And I pray, Father, for, for your spirit to, to just enter us, your word to enter us and to transform us. That every day we may look more and more like Jesus Christ. That every day we look more and more like a kingdom people. So I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would help us I pray that, that wherever we tired, I pray that you would fill our tanks so that we, we don't feel drained or, or, or demotivated to, to come and sit before you and engage with your word, but rather, Father, that, that there would just be a joy springing from within us, just an excitement. Oh, Lord, it's, it's you. I get to gaze into your beauty. I get to hear you speak to me today. And I pray that that would just resonate with each and every person in this room. No matter whether it's you've been a Christian for a month, whether you've been a Christian for, for 20 years, Father, I pray that you would just stir hunger in each and every one of us. And for those that are desiring you and for those that are hungering for you and just after the things of God, Father, I pray for an increase in hunger in them, that you will continue to stir that hunger, that they would be so hungry that they, couldn't, they just can't go on anymore without coming and getting their daily bread. And I pray that over them all and pray that over me and just this whole community, Lord, and just I pray that, that you'll just bless us in this next week. Bless us with who you are. 
in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. One thing I do want to say is, um, you know, and encourage you, whether it's just once a week or, you know, maybe it's somebody that's living in your house or, or a friend that you can call. I mean, you can even go to a coffee shop. It's legal. So, um, you know, <laughs> go and sit at a coffee shop and just say, man, let's just open up the scripture and let's just start. It doesn't matter what scripture, what book you start with. The point is that you're starting. Whether you feel, oh man, this is such a challenge, just start with something. It could be Psalms, it could be Genesis, it could be, it could be, if you're brave, it could be Revelation, it could be, you know, whatever. Just start and invite the Lord to reveal His nature to you. That you wouldn't just come before printed words, but that you'd actually come before the mighty holy God that created everything, that spoke life into existence. And that perhaps is just a practical thing that we could all do in this next week. And, and, and let that become a habit, that, that you actually meet with other believers and you, you actually just sit and you just read through Scripture and just, Lord, come and show us what this means. Reveal your nature to us in, in this instance. And it's just an encouragement. And um, yeah, bless you guys.